All right. Well, where last we left off, the crew had led the uh, shortest-lived conga line right into a meat grinder. After facing down with these guards who seemed to be as focused on taking you down as you were taking them down, it would seem you and your crew come out on top. You flee from Alehaven after a bit of a scene. But as you make your way out, you eventually reach the cove where you reunite with the rest of your crew. You gather up and speak with Charles, speak with this water priest, <coughs> Father Matthias, as a few of you receive a blessing before you partake or before you embark on your next journey. As the river mule returned, you all set out. The crew split so the river mule slingshot moving double shifts, though it is slower than the wayward soul. And two days have passed. When Charles decides it's time to have a conversation, he gathers up the boarding party. He opened himself up to you. He showed all of you now, except for Mazund, who is still proving his loyalty, his greatest secret, where he keeps his treasure hoard, as well as the ship that houses it. And as you enter in, Examine his pristine treasures while looking at one of the horns, or looking at a horn that Pelowski's lens was unable to read. Tobias began reading from a piece of paper and suddenly vanished. And this exact moment is where we found ourselves. Uh, what? Does that happen often, Captain? You see as he kind of leans against the wall for a second, almost like he's been winded as he looks forward. That, what? No, that's, that, that is, that is not good. That is not, that is very not good. That. Don't anybody touch anything. He seems dumbfounded and aghast as you see the edge of his beak is in a deep frown as he his eyes start darting around trying to contemplate what is it what's going on do we know what type of scroll it was he was reading I couldn't tell I couldn't either Toby are you invisible Now ain't the time to play, Tobes. I sniff around for him. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Ooh, pretty good. 24. There is no sign of him within this room. 
Smells like he's not here. Where did he go? Can't tell ya. What what just happened? Oh shit, everybody's fucking disappearing now. I'm telling y'all, we need to get the fuck out of here. This guild's cursed. Everything I have cursed. never accepted any of this any of this cursed gold. Oh, well, I mean, but this is obviously cursed if it just sucks you right out of existence. You see as he quickly pulls out his glasses, his lenses, as he looks forward and begins examining, looking over the horde. Maybe it nothing's out of place. That was cursed. Did it go with Tobias? Did the conch disappear too? They did. All right. Maybe it was just that one thing that was cursed, the conch. My lens could not see what it done, does, so it must have been some powerful magic. Well, what the fuck are we gonna do about that? What the fuck? Who do we even? Who do we even ask? Look, that was the horn of the deluge. That was no normal item. You see, he seems like he's almost about to puke. Uh, I, I, I have actually spent the last tw- twenty years keeping it here. I, it, it's kind of why I decided to lay low. Um, where is it? I know nothing of it. Well, this isn't the uh, first time Tobias has disappeared and reappeared. Who knows? Maybe he will find a way back. Does anyone know where he got the scroll? I don't even uh, know if he has any family, so no. Man. You know, you think this was his plan the whole time? You think this was his plan the whole time? Do we have to kill that motherfucker? There, there was once I... We broke him out of jail, now he's gonna steal our fucking conch? There was once I caught him poking through my drawers, but it was so comically inept that I thought I would just help him out. (laughs) Shit. Do we need to kill the whole crew? Start again? (laughs) Is he... I I don't even know the people anymore. in this room. As <laughs> he starts to like slump down a little bit against the door frame, kind of looking back at the treasure hoard, kind of looking past all of you. Well, shit, shit, Captain, don't get down about it. We've had things stolen from us, and and I mean they stole Ace from us. Is it more valuable than ice? Granted, he was very bad at cards. He slowly looks up at you and nods. (laughs) I'm afraid. We need, I, I don't even know where I would go. I've spent 20 years protecting this thing. Something a bit power if it was to fall into the wrong hands. 
So, so all we know for sure is that you're, what, well, all you're telling us is that it makes people disappear. That's what we saw. So you're saying it. I have never heard of it doing this. I think that was Tobias. I think his scroll. It, as far as I know, its power lies with the sea. Well, he was getting those blessings. If the legends are to be told, or to be true, it houses what is known as an elemental prince, one of an ancient being. Oh shit, he had my frog mask. Do you think Magic Waterman and Alehaven has anything to do with this? Would he know anything about this? A follower of the Tide Mother would certainly know of the horn. I suppose they might want it. It would also explain why he gave so much focus on this. Well, it is done. There is nothing we can do about it now other than see if we can find perhaps some way to trace him. Yeah, we gotta, we're gonna have to kill every member. We're gonna have to kill him. We, We gotta find him to kill him, right? Yes. Man, I should've had him carry the rocky talkie. Slap him. Ooh, make a <laughs> persuasion check. With my slap? Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. That is a cool nine. Wait, don't you roll a minimum of ten on your persuasion? Don't I? It's, yeah, it's a minimum of uh, nine. So it would be plus whatever. 13 then, right? Yeah. You see his eyes flutter for a second before he turns and looks directly at you. I... I guess we need to get it back. Well, how do you think might be the best way to get it back? We're going to go talk to the creepy man from the sea, right? I guess, I guess so. I think he already left, didn't he? Father Matthias. He was back at Alehaven. We could get him on the rocky talkie. Potentially. Yeah. I I suppose. I don't even know if I have the right. I, I give it to you because you're the one in communication with the people that have the other one. Hello. <coughs> Come in. Thieves Guild. This is the boy. Come in. Over. Takes a moment before you finally hear back. 
I thought you were Golden Eagle. I probably was. I, I realized that I don't think that these communications can be tampered with in the way that I thought maybe they could be, but... I wouldn't a, be too sure. Hey, you didn't say over and you didn't... Okay. Um, we got a... We got a couple of questions that we need to ask. Uh, we've got a... A fool doing a disappearing act. We need to talk to the, uh... Father Matthias. Y'all think you can get a hold of him? Wrangle him down? Let us talk to him on the Rocky? Over. Now, I don't know if you understand our relationship. Yours and mine? Yes. I am not an errand boy. Well, hand the Rocky to Schluck. He's my errand boy. Sometimes. <laughs> He's not here right now. Well, that's fucking unfortunate. Well, I mean, like, you don't even... You wouldn't even do me a favor? Give me a persuasion check with advantage for your reputation. Twenty-three. I suppose you're a good man to have favorites owed. All right. I'll send someone to track him down and see if we can speak with him. Have I told you how beautiful you are to me? There's no response. <laughs> Over. <laughs> There's still no response. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to say thank you. Am I talking to an empty room? Uh, all right. Th thank you. Uh, uh, yes. No, uh, yeah, thank you. Right. I understand, right. I understand. Listen, I get it, but I'm going to owe you a favor. I get it. That's cool. We're still good, right? You're not, like, insulted, are you? Not at all. All right. I love you. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. I mean, I really like that he's, you know, talking back to me like, I felt like maybe he was kind of angry. He's going to try to get Matthias, y'all, <laughs> on the horn. So. All right, I, I guess there's nothing else to be done then. We're going to have to wait or we're going to have to sail back to Hellhaven and risk our necks trying to find out what happened to this possibly traitorous bitch. Possibly. I'm gonna leave the app. You know, I really. He seemed really cool, but everybody does, except for Fudd. He didn't really seem cool, but. I mean, he just wasn't cool with the things we were doing. Yeah, he didn't really like what we, what we were up to. But I mean, I guess he did. You know, help me out in a couple of sticky spots, and just mowed down people like a. I don't even know, like a, like a sword through butter. That sounds like how the expression goes, right? Like a sword, like a hot sword through butter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it.
Blaschke <laughs> begins taking notes. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's writing this down. I think I think maybe you should have you thought about you know publishing your stories. No. I think maybe. Why would I? Maybe, maybe we should talk sometime about getting your stories together. Maybe doing a little publishing. I mean, obviously, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna eventually die. Well, and, we all are. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, crocodile man out there doing crocodile stuff. It's pretty interesting. Kaz walks up to Charles and is like, so where are we right now? <laughs> it's at that time that you realize that you don't see him where he was. Oh. Everybody's Charles. fucking disappearing. Is there like an exit out of here other mm-hmm. than the he door? He was leaning in the doorway. Okay. I'm going to follow through that door. As you make your way out for the first time, you find yourself looking out at a gigantic glass window at what looks like a mixture of a room as well as the uh, deck of a ship. It seems to be some sort of handhold not quite aware it's where it feels like a wheel would be there's these like two handholds and you can see out the window far this long range of mountains you can see clouds about about at level with you as you look around and all you see is well give me a perception check I'm just saying, though, if you were a tribe, people would be more interested in hearing your tales. Well, I mean, like, what if I told, what if I, the boy, wrote the story of you, Peter the Dark, my telling of what you've done, but I need more information, obviously. 22. Uh, no one enjoys the scribblings of a simpleton. <laughs> now you tell, you tell me about it, and I'm just going to fancy it up. I mean, if that's what your heart so desires, Barbie. I just feel like a lot of people are going to be interested in that. And we should really... I, I would not say I'm well enough to write my own book, you know. That's for the scholarly and the more well-lettered. Imagine, listen, we could do hats. We could do sashes. We could do, like, you know, like little face masks or alligator mouth. You know, opens and shuts when you talk. A little blood on the teeth. Peter the dark. Little kids are like, man, I know he's evil, but I want to be him too, you know? Oh, he's really cool. You know, he's the, the bad guy, and he's always so suave. And but, he's, but, he's, but he's against slavery and, and oppression of people. But he also sometimes maybe eats prostitutes. <laughs> Yeah, this is the conversation we're having, like, probably, (laughs) we've already been here, so, Mm -hmm. like, we're standing by a window, just... Yeah. As you look out across this vast mountain range, you catch, or something barely catches your eye on one edge of the windows, of the curved windows sides. And as you look out across the mountains, you see in the distance, just barely, sticking up what you thought was a mountain tip, 
on the, the horizon, you actually see a tower tip. A tower tip that must be as tall as a mountain. And you see, with that roll, the faintest bit of strange lumps of brown on the sides, kind of stringing down it. On the side of the tower? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you just see the tip amongst the mountain range. Did I see Charles anywhere? He's just gone. Yeah, you know, I've not seen him yet. Okay. Amongst this room, there is two stair. Opposite of this mirror, of this window, there are two stairs that lead to an upper deck, as well as a room. A door on the far end of the upper deck. Uh, I guess I'll check. I'm gonna check the room first even though I really want to go further up. I'm going to walk over and try the door. That's on the uh, upper deck. Oh, oh, on the upper deck, so... <laughs> yeah, you take the two stairs. Yeah. To the uh, <laughs> upper deck. Yeah. It's a small... It's like an upper section of the... of the. Uh, it's. I guess it would be the upper helm. Gotcha. Of this cockpit with the door on the far end of there. Okay. And as you approach it, it is locked. There is actually n- no handle. I knock on it. There's no response. Okay. Is this it? I can't go any further. There's no other doors. Mm-hmm. There's, no- There's a table up here. Um... A rather plain-looking slab of metal that is perfectly square. Interesting. With several seats around it. I guess I, uh, I go back down and find Barney and Palashki again. No, but I'm saying, though, it's a simple story, so I guess you'd have to embellish it with your own flavor, but if you really want to know, I suppose we can talk some. Oh, yeah, we're going to need to get this all down. And, you know, I've got (coughs) flavor for days, buddy. Flavor for days. In fact, some might say I am only flavor. Just the spice. I, you know, well, surely there must be more to the boy. You know, you've got the... You are the number five swords, man. I mean... True and fair enough. Um, but also, I think the adventures of the boy who, who is with one of the coolest crocodiles out there on the seven seas, you know. And when did you get wings? You got wings, buddy. You can fly. We can do, like, fucking kids' books I, where you fly around the seas. I... People are gonna, man, they're gonna eat it up. Like, like I eat up the prostitutes. I hope not. <laughs> honestly, that would be vicious and probably pretty disgusting. Honestly, and I, like you know, I'm not shaming you. 
You do what you have to do. But I don't want to see that. And I don't want to see children doing that to a book. I, I that sounds dangerous. I suppose it wouldn't be appropriate for a child to yeah. uh, read about such things. Yeah. So it might have to be sent or, you know, change the facts a little bit. Yeah, no, it would be it would be definitely cleaned up for the kids. But I'm you know, I'm just thinking legendary status, get your name on people's lips around the world. We could even get it, you know, translated, sent back to your home country. Hey, do you guys know we're like on a mountain right now? Y- yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've been here before. Yeah, actually we've been here, sorry. You have? Where do you know where we are? Not not oh. the fames. Not the fames. I think we're on the top of a mountain. Did you see the tower out there? I never bothered to look. I no, I did not. There's like a tower, oh. like on one of the mountains. Did As you see it? Points it out. You can kind right, of see it right there. Yeah. That one, right between the other two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I see it. Also, hmm. Charles is gone. Like gone? Yeah. Like, gone. Uh, I don't know where he is. I don't know where he went. Uh, oh shit! He went to his office to cry. <laughs> There's like a door with no handle. And he didn't answer when I knocked. I don't know if he's in there or not, but. Uh, do you think he's having one of those must be by himself captain moments or? I, he kind well, of is our only way back. Yeah, I get that. And I'm also thinking that people are just disappearing. So maybe we should just wait. And then we'll also disappear to wherever they're disappearing to. Because obviously this place disappears people. It's not even, didn't have shit to do with the scroll. We're just disappearing one by one. Who's going to cry next? Maybe you're going to cry? Because I think that might be how you disappear. Or maybe it's like when we're not looking at each other. Like if we all look away, we'll all disappear. All right, turn to the corners. Everyone turn to a corner. How long do you stand like this? <laughs> minutes. Like a solid couple minutes. Yeah. And then Kaz is like, do we trust Mazun? Not really. And then she says, We kind of left him with the door. Yeah, we suck <laughs> at everything we do, really. But it's like somehow it works out a lot. Like, why do we suck so much? We're doing our best. Don't be so hard on yourself. I just, we gave that man his pants back and, like, just, it's gone downhill. I feel like we were making better decisions before. All of a sudden, <coughs> we are now on this adventure to fuck town. But well, not, the cool, not the fun fuck town, the, mm. the bad fuck town. I, I got, yeah, I, that was misleading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess let's uh, do a thorough check of the airship and I'll see if I can get through that door up there. He won't mind if I take it off his hinges. <laughs> does, does this thing move? You said airship. It's not powered yet. It's some kind of lost Torellian technology. And that is uh, what our captain has been hunting for these many years, a way to power it. Oh, man. Yeah. Barney just makes, like, the motion of it. it goes straight over his head. <laughs> I learned about it pretty recently, too, so I do not know much about it. And then he's going to go up to that door, and so it, does, it just doesn't have a handle. 
Is it locked when I push on it? Mm-hmm. All right. You're also both aware that the doors he's interacted with previously come from nowhere and slide open. Gotta have the special key or something. He always manipulated it with his glove. Should we break one of these windows? Is that how we're gonna have to get out? I don't think there's any food in there. Is there food in there? Uh, he probably doesn't keep uh Or, more rations. importantly, we don't have any rum. You know how I get around nine o'clock. I don't have any rum in me. So you were saying? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm gonna try and so the door if the door slides, he's gonna like slap his hands and do that like thunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll probably be ineffective, but he's gonna give it a try. Eleven, so fourteen. Your your scales and claws screech across this flat, smooth metal, and after you go. And you let go, you pause for a second, and you try, you try again, it starts up, and it just slides open. For the love of God! <laughs> Please, what? <laughs> As Charles is standing in the opening now. We Look thought we you. were trapped forever. We weren't sure if you were I, having a cry or, you know, yeah, we having a captain moment. We thought he disappeared. He, he takes off his glove throws it to you and just says, please leave this door open and I'll, I'll be out in a bit. Okay. It's gonna be a cry. It's gonna be a cry time. I just don't know if merchandise is the way to go, though. And <laughs> he walks away. <laughs> yeah, I guess I follow him. But, like, this is how you sell. Alright. Is the treasure room connected to yeah, the airship? Right. Yes. It, the door is still open for that one, too. Okay, then Palowski's probably, like, gonna head back that way and just, like, idly, like, pick through his gold and disarray his stacks while uh, talking. And you all remember Charles had pointed out the uh, sack of gold for the boarding party to be split up if ever you were interested in it or if you just, you know, want to do a mass investment. But... You gather your resources as you now have access to this glove and your own lens. You're fucking oh, no. fairy. That clicks and Pilau like is holding the glove with a really contemplative look. Like one crocodile eyebrow raised up at a Barney. And then Peter the Dark was given the glove of power. (laughs) And so the story was told. He skipped across all planes to find his true love, which is death, I think. I don't really know what you like. Uh, What is it to love? I mean, sure wish I knew. Maybe that will be what the uh, story is about. The book is about how you find love. One. Oh, fuck, that's great. See, Pilau, you're you're on it. Yeah, he puts the glove on and inspects it with his lens. He sees it has a uh, magical aura about it, and you've seen Charles use it before. It kind of just 
works on its own to interface with the now screen that you see on this door, this um, projected square with symbols on it. And as you start to look at them and scroll through a little bit, you hear from the upper room, it's the one that looks like a long snake with the tail curled back. You start going through. <laughs> there is a lot of doors, Captain. Make a different one, make a different one. <laughs> it's a password. So each door needs a password, huh? The ship needs a password. The ship door needs a password. There's other doors, too. <laughs> I've got another door. Uh, he'll think about it, and he'll, like, pause on one and be like, I've got a different door. I like, I like the look of that door. <laughs> I, I can't see it, but it looks pretty cool. <laughs> what happens if I open another door, Captain? <laughs> They have more rooms. <laughs> All right, and then he's eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll take it back to the ship. As you come across one that vaguely fits the description that he describes, you place your hand on it as he had, and the door opens. As you see the door swinging open onto the deck, or into the captain's quarters of the Sour Tide leaned against the wall. I guess we should give the uh, captain a little bit of time to cry. You know, captain moment. He's had so many shitty moments these past, I don't even know how long, past two months. It's just been bad. So, I don't know what the I, I wasn't listening. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't listening to him when he said that stuff about the, the conch. Um, I was thinking about my hatred that he's growing for new people. And and saving him. Saving him and, like, fighting alongside him and breaking bread and drinking with him. All these new people. And they always are stealing our shit. And now we got a big metal man with electricity in him. And, but like, there isn't a man, even. I mean. The more new people, the weirder it gets. There, he was a, there was a beaver that blew up our fucking ship. Doesn't that make for a pretty good story, though, you know? Like, crazy, isn't that how I mean, yeah, crazy but like, things I'm, happen? But like, I didn't account for the emotions that would come along with it. I mean, I guess, you know, death is something to be celebrated, and, you know, when someone that we are close to dies, we should be happy for yeah, them? Yeah, no, that's fine, but, like, could they stop stealing our shit? Like, he took all of our shit, and now they're taking our shit. What the, what the fuck is the metal man gonna do? What the, what's the electricity cloud gonna do? What are they gonna take? Are they gonna take more lives? And I mean, like, yeah, okay, let's be happy for the people that died, but, like, could they stop? Taking our shit? I would definitely rather them not take our shit anymore. I mean, I guess they could take our actual shit, but I wouldn't be terribly upset about that. It'd be just weird. I mean, we can always take our shit back, you know? It's kind of a pain in the ass, but... I know. <sighs> yeah, okay. That's adventure, but we were going to make the eight, and now, like, we got to look for this bitch 
so he can cut his fucking gizzard out, maybe. I'm going to leave the option of maybe it was an accident. Oh, there's a possibility, you know, and also, like, this conch thing he's talking about, you know, I know Charles is crying about it, but, like, if it ends up in the hand of someone evil, you know, there's worse things that have happened, right? I think he expressly said there are not worse things that could happen. It's actually very bad. <coughs> and see, that's what I caught. It's very bad if it ends up in the wrong hands. Oh, and, and then, like, blah, 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 because I was thinking about killing people and being mad and this is probably my grandpa's fault he probably put him up to it man we've got once we come back let's just kill your grandpa you know what do you say about it i think we should i think we should i think we should kill him and and all the guards and all the guards and appoint new guards, but don't call them guards. Let's call them something else, like the Friendly Boys. Friendly Boy Squad. Friendly, yep. fin, friendly Boy Squad. I like that. That sounds good. All right. It, it sounds like we've got the plan, you know? Yeah, maybe I'm just hopped up on the rage. <laughs> but fuck, fuck my grandpa. I mean, it is getting close to nine o'clock. It is almost time for your drink. Yeah. And then before he closes the gate to the captain, to the treasure room, he'll take the captain's bottle off of his desk and <laughs> set it through the portal and close it. Excellent. So he's not left uh, rumbling. <clears throat> Grandpa, I'm always watching you. Do you feel my presence with you? Because I see all. Hate you. You can, in, in, in your mind, you can almost imagine the sound of him putting down his fork and knife. <laughs> As he looks up into space. Boy, I cannot tell you... <clears throat> boy, I cannot tell you how much I curse your name. <laughs> These games will come to an end. If you will not shape up as an heir, I'll make a new one. A look of disgust. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot respond. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. That's real gross. I feel icky. Let me go find something to drink. Uh, Pilar will take off the glove and stash it on his person. Alright. Very securely. Put before leaving the captain's quarters. His permanently heartbeat. As you were starting to make your way out, Barney, you suddenly hear Golden Eagle, this is Cold Snake. 
coming, Gold Snake. This is Golden Eagle, your baby boy. We got Friendly Toad here with a bit of information. Lay it on me, Friendly Toad. It would seem this Matthias is missing in action. We're unable to find him. Thank you so much for your help. I appreciate you. Tell Schluck, wink, wink, nod, nod. Wink, wink, nod, nod from the boy. (laughs) Thank you. Again, thank you. I hope that doesn't count as another favor. I'm really racking them up, but thank you. No, that's fine. (laughs) He ain't there. Well. Goddamn fish boy, slippery, slipped away. Who knows? That man was kind of creepy anyways. I'll go to the fucking depths of the ocean to kick some ass. I am certain that will not be the last we see of him. Mindy, like he, took, like he took so much cool shit. He took my mask. He took whatever the fuck the conch is. You suddenly hear a conversation coming from the captain's quarters before the door swings open with Barney and Pulaski talking to one another. Um, just playing with my... Bored as fuck, playing my familiar... You see the full-suited man look up at you with this strange metallic animated figure. What is that? It looks like a very small man with branches and stems growing from the back of its head. Kind of like a familiar familiar is. Like somebody that you went to school with? Are you familiar with familiars? <laughs> It'd be Arcana, if either of you want to roll. I am. He knows the spell. It, yes. Then it's... yes. That's like that, except it's mechanical painting. It flies. Everything flies. But me. You want to fly. You can't fly? I can't fly. Can you swim? Um, no, but sinking's not the worst thing that could happen to me. Uh, we might be. Okay. Okay, so your big sinking thing, huh? Might go to the bottom of the ocean. Might just walk there. I'd rather not. Oh, what? I'd rather not. I don't don't have to breathe, so it's not that big of a deal, but it gets dark. (laughs) It's way down there. Can't you make magic light? Yeah. So it's not so dark. For like... 10 feet. Yeah, that's... Alright, that thing's weird. Okay. What's it... Does it do tricks? Are you... Uh, sure. What do you want it to do? It looks up to you, cocking its head. It, like it understands you. Get me... a mug of ale. He looks to you. How much ale do you want? A mug. You want a mug or you want more than a mug? A mug. You want to refill the mug? I just need a, I need a mug full of ale. All right, I know this was going to be... He starts running off. <laughs> little, feet, little metal feet clacking on the boat. He flies. He flies hmm. faster than he walks. How? Because he has a fly speed. 
Neat design. Yeah. It's <laughs> a five feet of forty. As, as, as from its feet, it sort of just seems to hover up a little bit. It sort of just scoots across the deck quickly. And shortly it returns, carrying a mug of ale. As it reaches out, holding it to you, Barney. Where's the captain? What what do you mean? He went in there alone. No, he doesn't. The captain's taking some alone time. Just a little bit of a curtsy. I mean, I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to hold my hand up. And I'm going to pull out my... You've seen me pour out of this thing before. And my familiar breaks down. I put it in my pocket. And I, I top your glass off with some more beer. Just full of tricks, aren't you? I've got oh, a few. Got, yeah. But yeah. yeah, Captain and Tobias are taking an alone moment. Okay. I looked into the crew. Did you know Quiet Tim can cast magic? Quiet Tim. I did not. Should have known. Can't be that quiet all the time. Most of his words are leave me alone and well, magically people. Time. I, I nod like knowingly. But besides that, he's not done anything shady. <laughs> but there you go. That's what I. That's what I. Interesting. Shall we watch him tonight while we drink? We got like eight gallons of beer. All you. eyes on Tim. All eyes on Tim. Real quiet Tim. Real quiet, Tim. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So. I guess so. You know, the Northern people, they uh, have storytellers that memorize the whole story and orate it. You know, they did not have many books. You're <laughs> shuffling beside you as you see Arnie approach it. It approaches you quickly. So, any word from the captain? All eyes on silent Tim. Okay. Oh, okay. Sure. Watch me. Wait, do I tell that to everyone? No, or? don't. Oh. No, no, this is okay, the us okay. thing. I was wondering how many eyes when you say all. Well, I mean all of ours. He casts magic. Okay. Are we... Are we... Are we... Just do it. We weighing anchor? What? <laughs> I forgot we needed to pick a like place to go, huh? Like keep going or 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 stop. <laughs> yeah, maybe the storm's not too bad. Maybe we could stay here tonight uh, as long as it doesn't get worse. Arnie, do you have an idea of a nice storm safe place? I I mean, I guess the coast would be a little better. You want me to try and find a place? Yeah, yeah magic boy. Alright, I'll go try and find us a place. Thank you. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm gonna cast guidance. And I don't do shit yet again. 
soul 14. You know that you are many miles away from any shore, but if you were to travel the rest of the day, well, if you were to pull another shift because it's getting to be evening time, there's... You're actually still right beside, right, not far from, not right beside, but not far from the uh, tower poking through the waves. So it would be at least uh, another quarter shift, if not half a shift, to push towards the coast. know enough about ships do they just do they weigh anchor at night in the middle of the ocean pretty Does sure that that effect? Big, i'm pretty sure that as long as it's not a big storm you can pull up the sails and just kind of right we either ride it out or we get dashed against the rocks on a yeah shoreline keep people watching in the middle of the ocean is different than coastline too mm-hmm. we're in open seas yeah you are a good 50 miles from a coast. Mm, 25 for the closest coast. We'll have a few people around night to keep a watch on things. If the storm gets any better, we'll have them ring the bell. If it gets better or if it gets worse? If it gets worse, if we need to if we need to do storm maintenance. Okay. Batten down the hatches. <laughs> I don't know. So are we heading towards the coast? Only been on a ship for five years, don't know ship. But I really don't listen when people tell me that. If we're pointing on sail, going out to sea still, and putting up our sails and just watching our surroundings would be the best choice, right? I did what? Pull up our sails and just have a couple people on yeah. night keep I mean, watch. Yeah. Just enough. I mean, Ro- rotate. Do what it's rotate. Make sure we're not. You know. Yeah. Everybody get a nice, nice little nap in. Until you know. I can keep watch the entire night. Uh, I don't like the sound of that, buddy. You think he would read the R book? He he would if he if he knew about our book, he would be like drooling at the chance. Do I hear them talking to the wall? Perception check. Like a nine or something. No. Not over Not the even. waves. And the wind. It is still raining I feel on the deck. <laughs> TPK. <laughs> Storm. Here we go. Uh, there's uh, one or two of you want to keep an eye on Quiet Tim, and one of us keep an eye on deck. Captain told me I needed to find a 
a spy. So I'll spend my time keeping an eye on the group. He says as he stops and looks back at you. Telepathically. <laughs> um. I mean, oh my God, I we got Captain. Sorry. We gonna? Uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the last things that he had to say. But I'm also gonna watch you, because I'm gonna be also watching you. I yell over the. I'm also gonna be watching you. <laughs> I go about my business. <laughs> okay, continue to investigate the crew. The uh, evening is setting in as everyone is starting to gather below deck, trying to get out of the storm, kind of settle in for the night. I go around, sir, as I'm like trying to get information from people. I've still got, I, don't know, I didn't get Barney all my beer. I still got, I mean, eight gallons of beer goes a long way. I just start filling everybody's cups and just. What are you? Really what are you asking? I'm not really asking. I'm just watching people. Oh, okay. Give me a, an investigation. And Barney, you want to give me an investigation as you investigate? Good. <laughs> Seventeen. Fourteen. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm not hiding. I'm. <coughs> he seems to be being sociable. He seems to not be orchestrating anything, as best you can tell. You can see that he seems to be keeping to his word and not really even doing much, other than just socializing and trying to, you see, feel like he's trying to ingrain himself with the crew. I'm just getting people drunk. And you are rather confident that you don't see anything suspicious as the night goes through. I know that, but I know the reputation of this crew. So I'm not taking the spy lightly. If they're they've infiltrated, they've probably done something well. So I'll just continue doing as I've been doing. People, I was probably going to be on deck. The rain is picking up, heavy pouring down on you. Uh, I want to eventually like work my way through everybody talking mad shit and uh, you know okay guys let's all go around and tell um, what one thing that we might not know about you Mine is that I may or may not be married. <laughs> give, give, give me a per- persuasion check. <laughs> Let's see, okay. It'll be a 14. Yes. Some men pipe up. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of cheeses. I mean, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. What about you? 
I play a lot of poker. Well, yeah, we know that. <laughs> D- Thomas. You remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> gotcha. You. <laughs> Are you like directing all this at me the entire time? These guys are, you're talking and they're talking. Come on, guys. Let's just like, let's just open up with each other. Let's get close. What happened, I told you? I, this isn't an accusation. This is just us talking. <laughs> <laughs> you're going crazy. You're acting weird. Everybody, he likes to play poker. He's really a big fan of cheeses. I may or may not be married. I like books. All right. How Use about murmurs? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, okay. Thanks. <laughs> how about how about you, Silent Tom? He looks up from the corner of the room as he suddenly sees everyone looking at him. You have a lot of things that we don't know about you since you don't say much. Why don't you tell us something about yourself, Silent Tom? <laughs> give, give me an intimidation check. <laughs> That's a, that's a sweet six. He kind of just looks around at everyone. Um, I, uh, I, I miss Chin's food. That is some yes, yes. That's something. Well, some of you, most of you, don't know. But we were not, we were at one point <sighs> given the most delectable meals by the smallest of blind people. And she didn't like too many people. And she definitely didn't like me. She made some fucking delicious shit. That's a good one, Tom. That's a good one, Tom. <laughs> well, well, I'm Yorick. And I make shit food. <laughs> yeah! Let's drink to that! <laughs> Drinks. I'm not, listen, again, this isn't an attack. I'm not attacking any of you. I, like, this is fucking weird that, like, we live together, we shit together, we eat together, we drink together, we whore together, and I don't know shit about any of y'all. And I've known some of you for up to like five years. I'm, I'm, I'm from the Freelands. Worked a farm most of my life. Man, I like you, York. You're really open. I uh, hated my grandpa. And just, you know, stole things in the streets, and you know, got caught by the thieves' guild, and. They were like, you gotta work for us if you're gonna be thieving. And my grandpa was like, I see you shouldn't be doing that. That's crazy. You're a thief. I'm gonna get you arrested. And shit. Yeah. Judgment can be hard. I mean, home is where your shoes are. That's what I'm told. Hmm. 
People start murmuring. Choose him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It got dark. It got dark. <laughs> so, uh. Kaz just chuckles and she's like, little known facts, right? Uh, I don't date Onis. Uh... Are you looking at Eric whenever all this <laughs> I just say it. Is there some tension in the air? He just nods a little bit of a <laughs> smile. Insight. So that 18, so like 25. They bone it. <laughs> uh, just that 30, 20. There's definitely some sort of relationship there, kinda. Some of them guys laugh yeah. and knock glasses. <laughs> and one of them calls out, Good to hear. <laughs> Everybody has a chuckle. Then I stop pouring drinks and start dancing. Give me a performance no, check. I do not do that. Do the robot. <laughs> yes. All right. Please. Okay. As the night begins to kick up, Mazend. I'm out. I poured my eight gallons of beer. Everyone's good and toasty. As dancing breaks out. It's a 17 on the dice and a one on guidance. So, 17. <laughs> Mazend's got some moves. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a dance battle. You Are you throwing down, son? I like my shoulders and I cast enhance ability on myself. <laughs> 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 and I keep dancing. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start break dancing. <laughs> Take some of that, son. Let's see. Uh, what's nineteen plus eight? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. The most I can roll is a twenty. Or a nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Zen steps out and does a good robot, and you stand up and challenge, and you start break dancing, and you move, you you, you you spin on your head, and you stand back up. What? And everybody's, oh! I'm calling you out. I keep going. That's why I bet on the boy. Every <laughs> <laughs> you see, everyone starting to exchange hands. Gold starting to exchange hands as people's bets are coming in. Probably about this time, Eli comes down to start having a drink. He's like, It has been an uneventful night up top. You are soaking wet, but other than that, the storm seems to be picking up, but it's not been that long, only a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, he was probably up there for about an hour, and I wanted to do the sessions ago when he got Devil's Sight, but when he comes down, since he's been alone on deck for a while, his eyes instead of like regular pupils are just like straight red. You know, just giant red, opaque. And heavy footsteps come down as people start stop murmuring and turn and look and everybody turns and looks at Pulaski as he comes down. You see all the faces looking to you, his eyes crimson red. And he sits down and starts pouring a beer. What the fuck? Where did that come from? Dance party stops. <laughs> <laughs> Even though 
Hey man, you okay? You look a little. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. What's wrong with your eyes? I'm gonna not like touch them, but I don't want to like. Would there be an aura? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that invocations give off. Yeah, I don't think. Magic. I mean, they're not any other sort of ability. I just like focus on them and try and ascertain what the fuck's going on. I mean, it seems like some sort of enchantment aura. It is, it is just a uh, gift of the light. Hmm. I can see through dark now. More from the book. Uh, another gift from my patron. Shit. Maybe I should have gotten that blessing. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think about it, but... I don't really want to abide by somebody's rules. I, I understand if you you do. You know. I don't think it's the same person. You don't? Man! Really? Really? Tell me something only Pilau would know about me. <laughs> I'm sure there's something Pilau knows. I'm trying to think of something appropriate. <laughs> Party, everything's on the fucking table. <laughs> but what has he not already told everybody? Have I told any? I'm just being fucking. Uh, your mother saved you from drowning when you were four. Alright. It's not a different person. I didn't think it's a different person. Not Pilau. That's what I was. What? <laughs> you think it's a different person? No, I think we got a blessing from a different being. Oh. Okay. I'm drunk. <laughs> I mean, there is, you know, many greater beings out there that can give many different kinds of blessings. Or gifts, I suppose. Deities are definitely a thing. Which one it is, I could not tell you. Because I don't know. And a lot's coming out in this very short conversation, Pila. Do I know about, like, warlock packs? Give me history or arcana. It's a bunch. I feel like off screen at some point, Pilau and Barney talked, and he was like, yeah, I kind of, and Pilau spilled the beans, and he was like, Saved my life once, and it's a mysterious voice <laughs> that I'm not really quite sure, but I have this pact with it that I'm trying to get rid of or I mean, I'm figure sure out what's did. going on. Well, the 24, you certainly know that uh, powers can be bestowed from greater beings to people as a source of magic, though it still abides by the laws of magic. It is still arcane. And that is what separates it from the divine. This is not from some god per se, but some higher being. Higher being. And you don't know who it is? No. I say this telepathic. Yikes. Yeah, the, the crew's kind of turned away from Pilau. You guys are starting to have your own conversation now. The, the crowd's picking up as everyone's starting to throw down. There's an arm wrestling contest, and people are drinking real fast. 
Yeah, I imagine he would have waited till the crew weren't looking at him to start this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I can't read your book. Uh, but what did you ask me telepathically? Uh, no, everyone walked away. I thought we were still in the middle of everybody. Yeah, we are still. You you are, but they're not facing you. You're um, right beside. It's I like just, a lunch table. Two know, different groups. You this power. You don't ask questions. That is one of the things that I've been seeking answer to. Uh, that. I like a little beginning. What will you tell me if we get anything? Barney doesn't hear any of this. Like, Kaz does. I exclude you from my club. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just sitting there staring at each other. Kaz is listening, but she's watching uh, Quiet Tim. Tim. Not, not Tom. <laughs> Give me a uh, perception check as you keep a close eye. I did write it down right. seems to say to himself he's flipping through some little handbook as he's seems to be reading something he just turns the pages every now and then sitting in the back kind of away from the torchlight or the uh, lantern light and doesn't really seem to do anything I will respond. He's like, well, this is uh, not a conversation to have around so many prying gears. Well, it's telepathic. Yeah. He doesn't respond telepathically. He says that out loud. Mm. Oh, what? <laughs> you all do have a meeting room and private quarters that as officers, you're able to access any part of the ship. Are you willing to talk to me? We can move our conversation to the meeting room. Um, if uh, we want to have a quiet drink amongst ourselves. I'm out of drink. So you have to bring your own. Well, he picks up one of the bottles of rum and starts going towards the meeting room. I guess I'll come along out of spite, not out of interest. Things get a little bit quieter, a little less festive. You'll make your way to uh, more to the uh, meeting room. The as you make your way up the stairs, you feel the lurching of the ship. Whether it's the alcohol that some of you drank, or the tall waves you see outside as the boat is listing up and down along these waves, it's not quite tilting you as much as just lifting you a lot and as you make your way up you are absolutely soaked with rain and you make your way into the meeting room with a few lit torches it comes to light as it is quiet a simple table 
well, an elegant tablecloth over it. A uh, familiar gold, black, and purple Sarkeshian designs that has been here ever since you've taken this ship. Nice cushions on each chair. What are we discussing? Well, I mean, I... This is, I guess you can take notes for your book, because he wants to know about my backstory. Can I take notes? <laughs> I take notes. Bar- is going to take notes. Oh, I, I put my notebook away. You're but... apparently forbidden. <laughs> I mean, you can take notes too, but... I'm not... <laughs> You wanted to know, I do not, I've only done a little bit of research, but uh, there was a time when I was saved by a voice and unwittingly made the pack, pact. Uh, and it saved my life, and in return I must do things for it. What kind of things? The things that higher beings request of us. Many higher beings ask many different things. I am still not fully sure myself, to be honest with you. And uh, I guess he'll kind of explain the first voice and sometimes he has dreams and part of it drives him to consume other powers. What exactly do you you share? How much information do you divulge before I roll dice? You're going to have to RP it, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I... This is Pilau's big coming-to-God moment with the crew. The first time I encountered this being was in the frozen wastelands of the north. And I was in the chasm, and it was dark. How far north? I'm going to ask a bunch of little tiny questions like that and shit, but you keep going with your story. The rolling territory of Mitsutu. Uh, I was a slave in one of the most northern parts, and I escaped and fell into this chasm, and it granted me life in exchange for my bond to his to work as a servant. And from what I've gathered, I need to consume other powers of higher beings to... I have not found any research or any way to (coughs) sever a warlock's pact other than the possibility of myself gaining more power than the higher being. Do you mind if I cast a spell on myself? No. I don't uh, as he's talking, just uh, increase my passive investigation to 23. I want to cast enhance ability on myself okay. as I'm taking these notes. All right. All right. Sorry. Um, it helps with my attention to detail. So when I woke up from that first encounter, I was on the shore, far from the northern wastes. And uh, Charles picked me up, and from there I've been serving under him. 
and it is not until recently that the voice has been calling to me to ask me to hunt these other powers. And I believe that they are spread across the land, so... What are the powers? There are... Are you receiving any information on this? Not clear. Not clear information. Seems to be part of the course to Warlock Packs. Whatever being is asking this of me, I do not know its nature. What's it asking you to do? What are these? What's it hunting? I believe it is hunting the worshippers of other greater powers. Perhaps this is some grand chess game where all of the higher powers have harbingers that are trying to bring about the power. Potentially. The dragons are... that's... that's a thing. The world is... the world is progressing. Uh, that's probably where Pilai will stop. You know, I like pause for a minute. I'm pretty sure that I've rolled on Ooh all heavenly. Or I'll do it again. I think I'm better. Give me one for her. No, that's right. I remember. You, don't tell me what it is. I remember we you you rolled for this. You specifically know of her calling card, the appearance, the collection of body, the crimson gold. You've heard the tales that all seem to be tied to this one name of the dread pirate Ula. You know she serves under a god referred to as the Leviathan. She is not shy about that. Is that your patron? I do not believe so. From anything that I've ever read, would it make it makes sense that the sea, what's her name, the Tide Mother, would be hunting other chosen religion check. What not? <laughs> that one. That's, that's my fifth ever. That one with advantage. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Second one with Mazunt. You only know a little of the Tide Mother, but you don't really know much about her intentions. I'm just like making notes and sub notes within everything that's being said. As I'm talking, if there's a few, if there's a. Particularly, if there's a, any specific information, I will keep your investigation in check, or your passive investigation in mind. Right now, well, all a, you've gathered a, is a chess game between gods. Yeah. No specifics. That is all I know. I'm still. Have I done any readings on deities that would be interested in this kind of game? Uh, give me a religion check. Mm-hmm. Competing deities. 
two natural 17s plus like eight to 25. So churches have battled throughout history for various, whether it's actual physical conflicts, wars, games, or um, competing for followers. You've known that various faiths have fluctuated in power and that gods generally are powered by the number of believers. But specific heralds and representatives, you don't seem to pick up on any historic events like that or anything beyond leaders of organization, holy men, rather than traveling, murdering, god power pacts. I'm just, I'm deep in my notebook even after you stop talking. I just keep reading back through everything you just said and just scribbling shit in a book. Oh man. That's good. That's a good origin. That's a good origin. We're gonna need to go a little bit further back. You and I. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I was born in Sarket, one of the crocodile people. And uh, as is the order of Sarket, it was my duty to be a guardian, a defender. And there is a certain hierarchy around crocolist people. And one of my brothers uh, decided I was no longer needed. So he kidnapped me and sold me to a place where he has probably assumed I would die. But uh, we crocolists are naturally hardy people. Um, so they sent me to the far north where I spent many years learning the Rolic culture and how they lived as as a slave. How old were you? How old were you when you when you left? When you got stole? Eight. Eight? Oh man, oh man. Born to be a warrior in a foreign land. As he's talking about his history and his timeline. Give me a history check with a high DC. He mentions the north again. It's a natural 19 plus 8. It's a 27. (laughs) You think about major historical events in the north. You think about raiders that have been around for centuries. The culture up there is incredibly brutal. It is incredibly um, barbaric. The people there fight to survive, fight for honor, fight for any reason, really. But particularly, there is fighting between two cultures to the north. The people of the ice and the people of the fire. The thing that split these two people and made them fight was a major historical event. But the source of this division is lesser discussed. And you know that the major historical events that happened there generally boiled down to the birth of the first great heroes and the fall of one of the greatest enemies of this world. 
to the north, the only major historical event that sticks out to you is the fall of the Emperor Dragon. Your extensive history. As I'm scribbling in this book and just trying to put shit together, you keep talking. I'm gonna look straight at you. Have you seen any visions of dragons, in particular? How long ago did you start? How long ago did you start having visions? Uh, the first time was when I was in that chasm of darkness. Yes, but since you left there and started traveling, uh, I didn't have any for a long time, did I? Did it coincide with the time that the dragons attacked? Yes. Have you seen dragons? Yes, the first few visions were of dragons. Uh, There was a dragon man that was hunting me, but he is no longer. He came to me and let me consume his power. Indeed, the general culture. How, uh, how deep? Give me a history on their culture. 24. You know that their history is not long-lived. They are one of the newer races to the world. Their culture has revolved around the prime dragons. And the more draconic a person looks... For dragon, the uh, dracon vary from very human looking with just horns or maybe a tail to very dragon looking. The more dragon looking you are, the more higher in society you are. Can I see your wings? Yeah. I heard Barney talk about them earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he'll slowly pop them out. And they look very dragony. They've got red scales. And you're a combination of red and black, yes? Yes. With your passive investigation, that is a dead giveaway. I think you're serving someone you may not want to serve. Oh, well, thickens. Shackled again. What are, are you seeing? You're consuming power in your visions. What are you seeing in your visions? How far north was this chasm you fell into? Uh. I know you don't know exactly, but. Decent, decently north. I, I pull out the a mirror image, the map. Can you do it? Right across the bay. Yeah, okay. From so. the Firelands. <laughs> right the, there. The Molten Lands. <laughs> That's the area that this shit went down, right? The volcano really itself, to... the largest volcano in the world, did not exist before the fall of the Emperor Dragon.
I see many things. I think I see through the eyes of different harbingers or you know, others of great power, but... Before I ask any more questions, I'm going to go into my thesis on the entire thing, give you the entire dragon breakdown location. I've got pages of notes that you can't even hardly read because they're shit written like in between different things. Like talking about a dragon patron? Yeah, and I'm showing you with my mirror image. like Pretty much everything that I just let him know that he knew he's sharing with you. I am dumping towards you. Including the fact that the Emperor Dragon was, his intention was just to take over everything. He is worshipped by the by a section, a sect of the Dracon people. And I don't believe it's a coincidence that around the time you started getting visions, the dragons assaulted the world. So you think it might be the Dragon Emperor? He was supposedly killed. Would you like a refresh on the people that you've seen? Splintered into eight. And when the eight returned... There were only two. So shall... Do you matter this? Become one again. Do you matter this? Yes. There were only two. That merged? Mm-hmm. But does the eight mean anything seem to fit? Give me a, uh, an arcana check. This advantage has done literally nothing for me. I'm rolling the same two on everything. Uh, 19. You know that there are eight primordial forces that make up magic. And that there is a dragon for each one. So, yes, more dragon. Hmm. So far you have seen four separate people. One is no more. So that is what I'm doing with my life. (laughs) Those are some heavy implications. Until I can find a way to free myself from this power, I have no choice but to, in some senses, do as it wishes. Give me a history check. Or an arcana. There's two different numbers. Fourteen. You've heard of being broken but no specific details come to mind so you know it's at least possible I just keep taking notes I'm, I'm writing shit I'm just pouring through and then I mean you've been there for the past five years apparently you know you've kind of seen what we were up to from that point. 
the various adventures and time that you spent together. Apparently, this was that oh, started man, right, right, after. right about that one time we got chased in the jungle by the uh, pygmy badgers. I try to forget sometimes. In fact, I do forget until you mention it again. Seem to be one of your favorites. Ah, uh, that is one I can't forget. We have gotten up to a lot of trouble. But I can't say it was because of any one deity or dragon souls swallowing, you know, ruling the everything dragon man is that what we're talking about i mean <laughs> it's is exactly what we're talking about and then i start giving you like the breakdown on the emperor dragon i'm even like pointing at Pilau, like his, his red and black interfacing with each other and i'm using that like yeah as he's sharing just so you all know the emperor dragon is a mirror image i'm was, showing you everything i can show you it, there were two of the original dragons. There are only one of each color of dragon in the whole world. Everything else is some off-breed. And two of these dragons took their powers together and fused into one being, powerful enough to be considered a demigod I on the planet. Are Pilau's a, a little god man? God, I, is that what he's trying to say? Like, you're don't gonna feel like a god man. You're gonna be a god, Pilau. Shit, we're definitely gonna rule the ocean. Listen, when you are a god, don't forget about me, okay? And remember the fun times that we had. Because I don't know if, like, you know, when you get to that status, do you go crazy? I suppose I've never thought about what being a god is like. So, I mean, you've just been indiscriminately eating people uh, in this, like, Highlander style, eating them and taking their power, and you haven't thought about what that might be doing to you on the inside in there, buddy? It has made me a changed man. You feel like you're changing for the better? Or change for the worse. Who knows? I so like doesn't matter. Don't care if you go crazy and start just you know breathing fire across I the whole land. I like look up in my is... notebook and like like just just... Brings, he brings up a good point. I but have I not considered that to... possibility. So you're just gonna keep eating up all the eating up all the souls, taking us on this wild making a god adventure without without like just going in, not even gonna tell us that you're sucking up gods or yeah sucking up uh, other gods. I mean, I hadn't considered myself becoming the god. I was thinking that I was helping bring about the rebirth. Of a new god. It's you, motherfucker. You are. It's you. Maybe that's how. Does that sound plausible? Pact. <laughs> can, I, can I bridge that gap? Of what? They just talked about rebirth and a god, and Barney said it's you, motherfucker. Uh, with your investigation, 
it would seem that there's some sort of vessel. And with your history of the the beings, you you would be familiar that the twin that the emperor was fire and shadow. And this dude has fire or black crimson and black and shadow so far. So glad I'm here to document the creation of a god. If that's what we're gonna do, because like you said, you hadn't thought about it. I mean, technically, that would make your book a uh, holy scripture. As I right? start getting interested in talking about that, I would I just... It's right, a holy scripture! When's... Ah! When's the captain coming back? What? When's the captain coming back? Tobias? Never. Never? What? Yep. Huh? What did you do? Oh, uh, no. What? They're coming back in the morning. Yeah, just... Don't worry about it. It's just a little. It's a little bit just... of alone time. We said that. How much more do you need to know about it? Me and Mike. Captain Tobias had a bit of a dispute, and we're hopefully he'll figure things out. Just... I write down in my book that the captain Tobias got in a fight and decided that it was best that they spent the night in the captain's quarters together. But don't try. What's your insight? <laughs> um, I could roll. I guess that will give me a deception check. I suppose I should, since I am the one deceiving. I don't have advantage, though. Eight. Definitely bullshit. I'm going to go talk to the captain. No. I know, like, fuck. Intimidation. <laughs> no, I don't. Did you not want it? Yeah. I close my book, put it away, and stand up. Hey, no, sit back down. Why? We're still talking. I need to talk to the captain. You're talking to us, though. I know, it's been great. You should keep doing that. I will. Right now. Not later. No. Right now. I'll go uh, check on them as his first mate. He might be too drunk. Yeah. Well, Sometimes he throws bottles. And what okay if they're naked in there? At me. You know, what if they're, you know, getting in touch with their feelings and they're naked in there? That's why I'm going to knock no, first. You, you, I know, I know you're, too, you're the type of guy to knock and just go on in. You think they can get fully dressed in the time that you just... I just start walking away. <laughs> So he walks over and opens the door. The blistering rain as the slams into the deck. You feel the waves as you always have. Each one raising high as you look around. You uh, immediately are soaked as the storm has picked up more and more. He's making his way out. Nobody should have given that electric man pants. How is it? The captain's quarters upstairs? It's right beside. It's just like the next door over? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to knock on the door. You all can hear him uh-huh. amongst the storm. Knock, 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 knock. I'm going to say some racist shit. I'm like, no fence. No fence. But once you give them pants, that's when they start 
you know, thinking that they're more important than they ought to be. I wonder what this would like to be a deity. <laughs> Is the door locked? I suppose no one locked the door behind them. Nope. Sure didn't. Sure didn't. Right, go inside. You enter the captain's quarters is eerily quiet, dimly lit. You see no one in the bed, no sign of Charles, just a door leaned against the wall. A glowing door that leans against the wall. Can I put two and two together? Give me an arcana. Maybe it has something to do with it, but you're not sure anything else about it. They're just nowhere. You guys are still outside, right? We didn't move. We're still at the table. Yeah, Pilau said he was going to go up to the captain's quarters, so he'll probably be... uh like right behind you, and suddenly a crash of thunder as you hear a voice behind you. We killed him. Really? Where's his body? And why? We're in rough seas. Things happen. Buddy. Um, well, they have crossed the line. They violated pirate code. Feeling kind of cornered. I, have you been here for all this? Are you just following us? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna cast fucking burr on myself as they keep. And then he's gonna smile and be like, no, I'm joking. Um, but he is not here right now. I'm not gonna drop her. Accidents do happen. <laughs> That's not a lie. That is all I can tell you for the time being. The captain's not here. He'll be back in the morning. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... I was kidding. We did not kill him. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a 17 on him. In sight on people saying we didn't kill him, don't worry. <laughs> you feel confident that they did not kill Charles and Tobias. Makes me a little more comfortable, but I I'm gonna keep my spell up as long as I can keep my spell up. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of fades in and out of vision, kind of blurring and maybe his armor starts to seem to almost move a little. Even the water running still. down it kind of like gives it like a the camo effect. You see the water fall off of him when sometimes whenever parts of them seem to disappear. You're so weird. <laughs> As are you. You're so weird. And I don't really like it. I can tell. Yeah. You've done absolutely nothing to keep that secret. I I know. I like for when when people weird me out. I like to let them know, because when I get too weirded out, then I'm like a, I'm like a wildcat, you know. 
is a little drunk. She's just gonna pat Pilau and Barney on the backs and be like, well, I'm, I'm gonna turn in, guys. It's time for sleepy. Yep. And she's just gonna walk away. I'm gonna leave when she does. Alright. So they make their way below deck. You shall weird the water running in down the stairs and along the sides of the opening. It is a downpour tonight. I'm going to check on the captain, see if he wants, if he's sleeping over there or if he wants to come through the, since I have the. I got to get back in there and give Silent Tom a fucking noogie. All right, enjoy your drinks. Have one for me. Since I am, like, trying to avoid those two specifically at the moment, we'll shade it out from the last conversation. It went well. There were some high points and there were some low points on my hand. <laughs> Understandable. I want to go, I want to crawl up to the crow's nest, and I'm just going to, I don't care about the rain. I'm going to do my thing up there and help keep watch. Pilau has a right. pretty dark sense of humor. <laughs> I say we take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Yep. Before they get talking, can I make a perception check and then I'll start my long rest? Yeah. I guess we're having this conversation like in the captain's quarters before. We go through. 18. I'm just saying, I'm pretty skeptical of the god idea. I'm telling you, man. Um, you're gonna have to let this settle in your mind, because what else would you be... Like, okay, there's only eight of them, right? And you are already got these multicolor shit. So if you eat them all... I've got the one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, uh, okay, just say you eat all eight of them, all the other ones. What does that leave you with? You've already gotten some crazy weird shit going on. And if it happens eight more times, what do you got? A god. And I mean, I, you know, I, I, I ain't never met a god per se. That was like, you know, flying and shooting lightning and breathing fire and shit. But that's kind of what you think of, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of cultures <coughs> have different takes on the gods. You know, they all have different stories about how the gods were born. It's born. So I suppose that could be a possibility. I mean, I don't know exactly how a god is born. It's gonna be a pretty great story either way, but I'm just saying, like the, the way you've been raised, you know of the prime church, the uh, worship of the mother and the father, yeah. creators of all things, the true gods, and you are aware of what are considered demigods, lesser gods, which have been known throughout history to take mortal form on the planet at times. Uh, I guess 
shoot me off one that I would know of that was um, a, a man. Well, you... Hmm. Give me a give me a history check, see how much you know about gods on Earth. Let's see. That's a five. You don't really have any specifics, but you've 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 heard of like the guy the thing that made all animals walked on the earth and no one's seen it since forever. I'm just saying that, okay, maybe he won't be the creator of the universe, but you're going to be, you know, you're going to be, because sometimes things are born, right, and they have lots of power, right, and... Sometimes they're, you know, born of this earth. It's not like, you know, you're not going to fall from a star because you're already here. But what if the stars aligned when you were born? And that's where we are now, or when you fell into that cave. I, who knows? You know, but, are, see, like, here's the next question is, what if then you get eaten? You know? If you go on this quest to eat, all, to, to catch them all, then I will be the final offering. That's really grim, and I if would I'm love to write that story and survive that. So, if I must be uh, the final one to make the offering when the rebirth comes, so be it. I don't. You're not, it's like, it's like you're not even listening to me. It's like you're not even understanding. Like, <laughs> you think that you are going I, to, like, you, you're going to, never mind. <laughs> there's more, there's more to this than you being a sacrificial lamb of some. I mean, it is a thing I had considered. I had not considered the possibility of being deity until now, and that seems like a lot to think about. Not even, like, kind of excited? Because you're already, like... He gives a half-cocked, like, <laughs> grim smile. I could see some perks to it. I guess, uh, which one's next? Does it taste different? Does it taste different when you eat them? Is it a metaphorical eating or is it a physical eating? It was metaphorical. <laughs> it was more like I, you know. It's one of my favorite things about Pilaf. Wait a second. Was it physical or I, I mean, if you if you want to have consumed him, that can be a, the case. I mean, no, that's fine. Because it would have been odd to logic how he would have tracked onto the ship and snuck in and... Eaten the entire... So it could have been more like a uh, metaphysical dream eating. Hmm. It, well, power. It, 
it occurred. So I did eat him. Well, I mean, if you wanted to. You're giving me that option. Uh-huh. You didn't have to. But did you? Did you eat that prostitute? <laughs> the one that gave you way more than a prostitute had to offer. Yep. Uh, the one I had visions of for a while was the Dracon that was hunting us. You saw him. Uh, but he, he came to me and submitted his power and his soul. Little pila. I've seen visions of two or three other people, but I'm not sure. What say you mean? You don't. You don't know. You don't know when the next one's gonna be. You just. You're just waiting to hop on the ride of the light. Ride the lightning with power to deity. Dumb. Let the events uh, unfold naturally, and going with the tide. The fates will uh, bring us together one way or another. Whether I actively hunt them or not. I gotta write some of this now. <laughs> this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. And we're gonna make the eight, and like that's even more of a chance for you to find these other people. This is gonna be great. Are you guys still on our ship, or did you go back to the airship? No, we haven't gone back. We're hanging out in the captain's quarters. <laughs> yeah, they're just standing there talking. Talking mad shit. Yeah. And again, I mean, like, I don't know how it works once you become a god, but if we can tell this story, right, it becomes holy scripture, right? We're definitely, definitely. And it's going to be like really fine merch. It's going to be like golden crusted merch. <laughs> Think of it. Just think of it, Vilao. This is gonna be a beautiful, listen. Like all we gotta do, is survive. So far, we're doing fine. <laughs> just think, think back, think back. Just a couple of things with like a fucking huge snake and a like dinosaur, and like we went on a fucking ship in the mountains, and we escaped dragons, and you ate a dragon, and. You know, and at the end of it, too, you could brag to people, like, oh, yes, I was a friend of God. Yeah, I'm like, I'm literally his right-hand man. That'd be so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> Especially if you became God and you weren't crazy, and we sailed the seas, and I was, like, you know, your, your first mate, and you were like, oh, thunder and lightning, and I was like, the boy. <laughs> I imagine by the end of all this, when the book's all said and done, Mazuna is going to end up being just like... And then there was a magic button. item, a magic item that Barney possessed, and he <laughs> figured everything out and helped people the entire way along. <laughs> there was a robot, but he didn't do much, and Barney remembered everything and knew everything. <laughs> With his superior intellect. No, we should check on the captain, though, when he slaps on the glove. <laughs> We've tarried long enough, you know. By now, if he's not drunk and passed out, he'll want to come back to his nest. 
shit, does he have a nest? Does he have an actual straw nest? Yeah. <laughs> I think we've had this conversation before. I think he's got a bed. That would be fucking crazy if he slept in a nest. Oh, sorry. Ooh. You're good. Simple, familiar opening as you make your way to the captain's quarters in the cockpit. As the door opens, you see Charles standing, staring at a far wall in the dark. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah, Pilau doesn't say anything. He kind of like looks at Barney's like and raises an uh, eyebrow. Huh, my friends. Calm down a little bit. One might say that. Oh, you—that sounds like resolve in your voice that you're ready for. A, you got a plan? No. Oh. I'm not sure if I should. If you should have a plan, are you are you giving up on us? You giving up on me, Charles? You're Charles in charge. You see his shoulders slump. He sighs and shakes his head a little. I, I don't. I don't know. All my plans have been for nothing. I. Just because of one little thing? Just because of one little thing? 20 years of preparing. Well, that's my entire life, so I'll give you that. Did you need the conch to power the ship? No. I was protecting it. Or... I, I learned what it was. I had it amongst some of my treasure I found my various adventures. It, I believe, contained a very powerful spirit. Something capable of controlling the seas itself, but has been locked away for all of history. I've heard rumor that my god, the god, Mavea has come in possession of one of these as well. I hoped to one day present it to him to help in this pursuit of balance. I figured I'd need a flying ship to reach the legendary Phylora, land of winds and platinum. But now, I don't know why I'd even go. Just an old failure. Now, Captain, everybody's got good days and they've got bad days. And you're having a, a might string of bad days. But that doesn't mean you can give up. We know who's ta who's got it. Doesn't mean we can't find it. We're, we are a crack team of murderers. We will find them. 
or kill anyone that looks like him until we find Slight it. Slight chuckle. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I have gathered the most ruthless crew I could manage. Yeah, you're not, I mean, like, you haven't failed, even. You weren't even, like, you, when, you didn't have the ship ready anyway, so we've got time to not only look for the conch, we can also look for how to get the ship going. And so, until we have the ship going, we don't even need the conch. And you're, and you're, ideal of what's going to happen here with the ship and whatnot. Give me a persuasion check. Maybe I should switch. That one's been given to me. This is a persuasion? Yes. 14. times of peace. I just... I don't... I don't know if I have it in me anymore. I'm getting old. All of my plans have been backfiring. I'm tired. This is the trial of the hero, Captain. When you think all is lost... That's when the hero finds the magic something, and and it and it, the story is he's the hero. He ends up, you know, uh, finding the magic cloak that makes his farts save the day, and that's how it works. Like Jesus, like Jesus, I, you know, water Jesus. I think I need some close companions and some time away. I trust in you all as he finally turns and looks. You can see his eyes are puffy and red. Despite all this, I have faith in you. I believe anything that the crew puts to their, their mind, they can solve. But I think you need to trust one another. Now, you must always be vigilant. But I didn't trust anyone. And I think that's where I went wrong. And so, I think it's best I trust you. Both of you. As you see, reaches up and takes off his hat. And as he turns, he gently tosses it across the room. 
towards you all. Take the helm for now. If you need me, I'll be here. I'm gonna need some time. Oh, shucks. How are we gonna do it without ya? You think we can just survive and run a ship and share the money equally and... No, Ani can handle the numbers. It's, you're stronger as a unit. I think by now, my contribution might be considered redundant. I mean, we do got a lot of captain energy around here. I'm not going anywhere. I don't know if I'm ready to make any big decisions. Well, take your time. Maybe think about where you'd like to retire. It's a luxury you can afford. A single tear rolls down his eyes as he turns away and you see the uh, bald spot on the top of his head. That is some of the saddest shit I've ever seen. This 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 seashell has really got him cut up. We're gonna have to get that fucking back. I'm real mad at Tobias right now. I don't know if I can, you can tell by the tone of my voice. I'm real mad. I hate to see the captain so torn. You know. It's like it's like having it's like it's gonna be like having like the ghost of the captain living in your attic, but like in a mountain in a magic door. I mean, I'll make, we'll make sure that to send them supplies. We'll keep your room in good stock, Captain. Thank you. We won't let you go dry, even if you're not on I thought he had walked away. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I assumed you guys were walking away. Oh, all right, yeah, all right, sorry. Like, I thought you walked and, uh, away. Give me, like, give me perception checks, both of you. Matt, 20. 15. Ooh, give me a survival check with advantage. <clears throat> You notice something as you're making your way out of the captain's quarters, looking out the massive wall of glass that is the cockpit window. And you notice that to the south, on that far edge that Kaz and him were looking at before, you notice that there are storm clouds darkened and high up in the sky. But where you are, it is only lightly raining. You discern that the storm that is battering the ship is to the south of where you are now. Oh, shit. Look, Pilau. Look over the yonder. Yeah, what is it? Okay, so there's that storm, right? And then we were on the ship, right? And there's right. a big storm, right? Okay. So, like, if you think about it, then, like, if we were, like, 
going towards the storm because like this storm is either coming from or going to this same place that we are right now. I think going to, I don't know, I'm stupid, man. I really, like, you literally have to spoon feed all of the information to me. We're going stupid. south towards... You are, you are north. Okay. The, the, so the mountains that you are, that the airship is stranded in is north okay. of where you currently are on the map. Okay, and I think... So the same, you can see the storm that's battering the ship far to the south. We're, like, right here, right? Yeah, you're at the, right where that, marked where the fish people are. And so north of there, because the big storm's battering the sea and that whole big I area see. down so there. So we're like up here, roughly? Yeah. Looking that way. Indeed. Okay. Okay. You are in the mountains north of the New Sea, north of Gleamwall. And if your estimations on maps and locations are correct, you are north of the ruined city of New Athos. I guess it's just called Athos. The ship's in Athos. North North Athos. Hmm. I don't think I've ever been this far inland before. Well, now, now we know where it is. So we can just figure out the power source on our travels and be able to bring it to the ship. Y- yes? Do you think we would need to? Since... I mean, if the power source is bigger than can go through the door, then we would need to physically bring it to the ship. That's true. Easy, easy thing to consider. I mean, I was hoping like maybe it would be like a decoder ring or something. But that makes sense. I don't know what we need the power in. But that means that we can figure out what the fuck that tower is y'all were talking about. Maybe mm. we could use that. We know where we know the approximate location, right? Give me, give me a uh, history check. Thirteen. I guess Barney didn't skip all of his classes; just a lot of them. <laughs> You've heard of the legend of Athos that it is the biggest castle ever built by mankind and was then rebuilt slash built over by Oni to prove that they could build something better. And it has been lost for roughly 80 years to the Santa people. But that's about all you know about it is its recent events. Oh, yeah. That's them Oni ruins. They were like, oh, look at our dicks, and built all this shit. But then the Santa people came, and we're like, nah, we live here now. Oh, so that's Santa people territory. Yeah. Yeah, but like... If we were to clean it out, I'm just saying... If we were to clean it out, then we would be rich beyond our imagining. Rich beyond our imagining. Like cleared out the Santa people. Yeah, kill yeah, killed the Santa people or like led them away with beautiful music or something. 
conga line. That would be one hell of a conga line. <laughs> yeah, that would be like e- <laughs> miles long. Pila, Pila has eaten <clears throat> one of the creatures that. Nope. That's the lady you tore apart and ate on the ship in the after yep. the battle. The oh. one whose corpse was taken by Ula. Oh, it is a thing to consider. Uh, but the real question is, what are we going to tell the crew? Yeah. About that. What sounds cooler? He's... We don't know. Oh, no, where'd the captain go? Or... We're taking the ship. This is Peter the Dark Ship. The end. You got a problem with it? Get out. What? You don't want the hat? And he holds it up to you. No, I already told you you're about to be a god. I want to be your first mate. We're about to take over the fucking ocean. Together, bro. Listen, I, if there's anybody you can trust, it's me, buddy. And I'm telling you, that's the plan. That's the go-to. That's plan A. Pilau puts on Charles' hat. <laughs> How does it fit? He looks weird. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, but a, cro- a crocodile on a hat—very intimidating. I'm, I'm going with it. Going Is it one it. of those traditional like Captain Tower? It's a big like tricord mm-hmm. with a giant feather sticking out. It sure is. Yeah. Is it one of Charles' feathers? Yes. <laughs> It is one of his longest feathers, very bright. It ranges from red to yellow to orange to blue at the the, the base. And uh, the hat itself is very nice. A uh, dark red, uh, like, uh, velvet sort of feel. Very very nice. Don't tell Barney, but you now have the nicest hat on the ship. Yep. He gave up that right. He gave up that right. He he willingly uh, gives it to Pilar. It sits um, loosely... But right on, right in between your eye bumps. <laughs> so it's just when he looks up from underneath his cap, it's just two solid red eye bumps staring at you. Yeah, yeah. With a muzzle crocodile. Yeah. Okay. For 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 hat to to crocodile reference, think uh, King K rule, but you know not so fat. How he's got like the pirate hat on. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess he only does during one attack in Smash. <laughs> but also in the game, but yeah. So it just like, sits on your head. I think of Sobek from Smite. He's a fucking Nile god. Nice. They've got a pirate skin for That's him. Perfect. The fucking head. We're going to have to get you a strap. <laughs> but that still begs the question of what we tell the crew. Um, here I am asking the demigod. What are your orders, Captain? Do we kill him? Because, I mean, you know, if we lie, say he's dead, I mean, are we going to be truthful? Are we going to say anything? Mm, we could be vague about it, you know, say a uh, captain is considering retirement. Yeah, but the thing is, is that he ain't available for them to give their rebuttal to him, thinking that he's going to just scoot on out into nothingness. And we're literally on the seas in a storm. So where did he go? So there's that. I mean, either way, the crew will think we killed them. 
They'll think that, but like, what is our official story? They, like, they're definitely gonna think that. But, you know, we drink a lot, so I might tell people the truth anyway. We might as well tell them the truth that uh, he teleported away and is considering retirement. You think we should have gotten a document written up? Uh, probably would have been a good idea. <laughs> you probably should have ad asked more questions. Maybe the captain would have had, I mean, Charles would have had a better idea of what would keep him calm and keep him working. Well, we can uh, always hold a vote. vote on Say them. we have no longer a captain and, you know, if they have problems with me, we'll get it figured out. I guess that would be the most dim diplomatic, but like... <laughs> I, I mean, if, if that's how you feel, if you want to give somebody else the chance, we can we can have a we can have a vote. We can put it to a vote. But I'm saying like in the end It will be me. It, yeah. Yeah. We'll give them the illusion of choice. I'm not exactly sure how we're gonna rig this. Cause I mean, usually it's like by a show of our Then we can perhaps just announce it, say Charles has given us control of the ship, and if anyone has a problem with it, speak. Yeah, and then we can ask them if they want to do a vote. They don't like the, the choice. Like, y'all want to vote on it? And then, if they pick Ricky, <laughs> we, we slit his throat. Oh no, Ricky's dead. I can't uh, imagine they would want to do combat against me. I mean, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, all right. I guess, yeah, we'll give the illusion. Well, he, he used some magics. Because, I mean, like, not all these guys understand magic. But I guess we could just say he used some magics that he had in a bottle. And he said, I'm out of here, dudes. It's up to you, Pilau. Get on it. And so, because he wants to retire, take some break. Oh, yeah, like some way to, like, do a message like the spell Magic Mouth. Well, well I mean, that's, I mean, he could have just, like, said deuces and then smashed the bottle and was gone. sell it <laughs> and this is this is gonna be your first act as like you know like a like captain you know so we'll assemble them in the morning and let them know the uh, change of status on the ship and uh, continue as we were you oppose, say, are we giving we giving them a choice? Or are we just saying that's it? I feel like we're waffling. I thought it might be a good idea. But 
To give them the choice. They have a problem. Yeah, or like give them the semblance of a choice. You know, you get to choose if you, you know, but like you don't really. But, yes. But we could also, you know, give them the choice. I mean, like, that's up to you. I, I don't know why they wouldn't pick you. Uh, I can't imagine it being a problem. Give them, <laughs> we'll give them the illusion of choice. All right. <laughs> How long have these conversations been going on? Yeah, probably over the course of half an hour, an hour. They're just standing in the uh, meeting room by themselves. Where they break and go about their evenings. Yeah, gonna go do a rest. I'll, uh, you know, teleport us back to the uh, wayward soul. And then I guess, uh, start rifling through the captain's quarters. <laughs> Sarah Tide. Yeah. All right. The wayward tide. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll probably, like, rifle for a little bit, like, kind of eyeball Charles's personal effects and not deal with it that night. Generally find uh, basic paperwork, ownership of the ship, though it is still in Captain Oleem's name. How long were you in there? Um, yeah, you're aware of him leaving and going into the captain's quarters as Barney goes to bed down below. He probably stays in the captain's quarters like another half hour or an hour and then comes out. Because after my rest is up, they both pop back out. I'm going to go to the captain's quarters. I want to look through books and then I'm going to post something in front of that door frame. I don't know what it does. If I'm specifically looking for any kind of books that might help me with this in any kind of way. I, I don't. It's a pretty wide snowball. Give me an investigation check and can a stealth I, check. Can I use my familiar to give me advantage? Sure. Which which one? Stealth or investigation? Investigation. In the stealth? No, investigation. And, uh, no, and give me a stealth. catches your interest is the small variety of books that he has managed to keep. One of these seems to be a spell book and another seems to be half-mad scribbles of some mixture of prophecy and mathematics and stars as soon as I get this book in my hands, can I cast Enhance Ability on me and, like, straight, just deep and dive deep into this bitch? Yep. Give me a... Hmm, let me think. This book of Stars. General Int check. 
it's a nat 20. Wow. Though this is uh, scattered notes, various bits of math, you put it all together rather quickly as you start to realize this is talking about some sort of falling star. Prophecies revolving around deities, constellations. It's mostly religious while using math to confirm ideas. You see a date, you see a time, and you see a coordinates, a location of when a star is to fall. Do I know anything about the Trillion test satellites, the hypertech people? Give me an incredibly hard history. 25. You know that their technology was not limited to this realm. And you know that with these findings it almost implies something re-entering the atmosphere. The math is it is a star being tracked in the sky as it moves and you feel like it's something in orbit. You fully understand the complexities of the astrophysics in the understanding that this world is round and this seems to be something that has been that is not a star that has been circling the planet and now it is to re-enter and it's probably something that isn't natural I know that the conditions are not good where we are but can I put the book away and as you do Hilo while getting ready for bed in your normal quarters you uh, hear something directly above you which is strange because that's the captain's quarters the party is dying down most people are asleep in their bunks he's uh, gonna grab a knife and cast invisibility Alright, give me a stealth check as you make your way up and into the room, or to the door. 19 total. Alright. Is that with advantage? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, you're at the door, do you go in? I see him snooping, don't I? If you go in, yes, because the door is shut as you make your way in. That's nineteen. I'm give me just deep in book. Yeah, give me a perception check as you're thoroughly reading through these calculations. Nineteen. Uh, mine was nineteen. So does that mean you beat it or? I beat it. I beat it. Right. I think so. 
I don't know. So, I hear you come into... You hear the storm as the door opens. That shuts behind you and you hear a voice. A little nosy, eh? I hold the book towards you. And you see so much shorthand in here. There's like language you can comprehend and then there's fucking runes and there's just all kinds of shit written in this book. You recognize the cover in the spine. It's a Cracker Jacks. It is. <laughs> and these are, you can tell, these are, there's a lot of fresh ink. I've been, been breaking some shit down. Like you're adding notes to it. Yes, I, it's kind of like I'm trying to record notes with a typewriter or computer, but that thing doesn't exist right now. And I just have it right in front of me, and I've been tunnel vision, just like mathing things together. You're an awfully curious one, as he walks around to the table and sticks his knife point down into it. Let's it kind of hang there. And then he goes around the table and sits in the captain's chair. The star falling. Did you know people once put their own stars in the sky? And I offer you, like, the book, like, you can see it. It's probably means nothing to you. It's probably a muddled mess, but... Is it like, uh... What are you showing me again? I'm sorry. Cracker Jack's book. You're showing me yeah. Cracker Jack's book with... Extra notes written in. Two different handwritings. Yes. Yes. Well, yes, we've heard things about the star falling. Uh, that's what's actually... on our list of destinations. I think it's Terrellian. Alterian. Alterian. Altarian, huh? You recognize that as the same make as your lens. Something Charles mentioned recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My armor is Altarian, right? Mm-hmm. Inspired by. Uh, While well, he's sitting on the captain's chair and he kind of props his feet up and he says, Well, make of it uh, what you can for me. Do I notice his big ass hat? Immediately. He's wearing Charles's hat. He got up out of bed and put it on. With the investigation I did, did I find any other magic items in Charles's place? No. It's Charles on the other side of that door. Do you ask that? Yes. Yes. He was contemplating his uh, retirement. And has given uh, ownership, transferred temporarily, to me. <laughs> Might think that I killed him. No, I already rolled inside on that. Okay. passive investigation, all this talk of Altarian technology you're starting to click 
with your passive investigation. The connections between these forms of magic. I can't take you to him, but he, uh, he needs some alone time. Is the door good? Many places. Hmm. I, I sit back down, sir. I'm just consistently mapping things. Unless you want to axe fight, I'm mapping things. No, he's not trying to axe fight. Probably be like... Everyone in the boarding party has their own quarters except for him, right? Mm-hmm. I'm full Charlie Day. Like that's, what, that's how I live my life. And I do it inside of a notebook. I'm always, I'm consistently scratching notes on shit. Trying to draw lines between things, notes of things that are going on. Well, get out of the captain's quarters. I'll get my stuff and you can have my old ones. Thanks. I'm going to start standing up and taking Cracker Jack's book and not even look at you and keep writing on it as I walk out the door. As you walk out, you realize, oop, book and brain. And as you make your way down, it's actually rather wet inside too. There is a lot of water. Just kind of too wet to risk it. <laughs> <clears throat> As you can make your place, make your comfort in your new quarters. I set up the skull just so on the shelf. Take down the uh, picture of Charles. You make the quarters your own. And before long, the night greets you. But unfortunately, it seems that restful sleep is rare for you. As once again, your mind is met with visions. You see As your vision comes together, you suddenly see the inside of a cave. And directly in front of you, a wall of metal that seems to be the end of this cave. You see lenses over your eyes and an Altarian screen in front of you as various symbols flash across the screen, now familiar to you, but only vaguely. 
you see them flash across, you start to realize that you understand what they're saying. It seems to be a status report showing all systems repaired. Your eyes focus in, looking directly at the status of the force field generator and the gravity nullifier. As you hear coming from yourself, finally, it is operational. Now for the more pressing issue, we must extract the components if we are ever to remove them from this ruin. How do we get them through the city above? You turn and look as you see a man dressed in long reddish brown and deep red robes. An antlered skull headdress covers his face. We will have to dismantle the ship's piece, the pieces and spirit them to the surface in smaller packages. Our followers will re-enter the city through the vast tunnels. As this figure speaks, you feel your head lifting high into the air as you're suddenly aware of your massive serpentine body. Well then, we have much to discuss. before rest fully greets you. I think we're good for the night. We're not the only ones seeking for a sky ship. And with all that excitement, since the middle of the uh, Alehaven arc, I mean, ever since Mazunda showed up, uh, the Leviathan's been released. You guys have broken Barney out of jail, made deals with Ale Haven and crime bosses. I believe the party has achieved level six. So starting next session, everyone will be leveled up, finally ready to step into the next major arc of the story. And that's it.